of the Rice Dynasty podcast. This is uh, by far the uh, least motivated I've ever been to do this podcast. (laughs) And uh, quite the opposite on the other end. This is the most motivated I've ever been to do this podcast. It's the polarizing podcast. Welcome, everybody. Uh, It's going to be a fun one. Obviously, if if you were paying attention, Michael got upset last week. Uh, by Charlie, one of the bigger upsets in, in league's history, and it was just because of a man named Drew Brees, uh, someone Charlie likes to call the goat. And uh, yeah, on the other side, I scored 163 points and beat Dante to move on to the next round. And my team is the hottest team in the league right now. I would say so. Yes, quite the opposite. Yes, you are. You are the hottest team in the league, and. Uh... I'm the coldest team in the league because I'm out. And yeah. I've lost a little bit of sleep over it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, the, simple, uh, the simple change of Dak Prescott and uh, Tyler Higby would have, uh, they would have won the game, barely. But, you know, I had to roll with the guys that have been doing well for me. And, uh, man, it just sucks. It really just it sinks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we could start by going over last week and just ripping off the Band-Aid with your matchup uh, Very real quickly. quick. Very quickly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Michael lost by 20 points, almost exactly 20 points, to Charlie uh, because Drew Brees had 53 points. The rest of Charlie's team did almost nothing. The only two players with over 10 points were DK Metcalf and Chris Godwin, and both were barely over 10 points. But fortunately um, for Charlie, my team did nothing at any mm-hmm. level at all. They were all terrible. I did not deserve to win. Uh, the roster was good. The performance was awful. And uh, I go home early. So whatever. Yeah. And Charlie's draft pick just keeps getting worse. So lose-lose situation all around for me. Hate to see it. Yeah. I guess so. Um, well, if only they gave Le'Veon Bell fantasy points for apparently on apparently on Saturday he he bowled uh, his his all time best uh, on his day off. So. Yeah, he scored like one sixty. <laughs> if only I could have got those points. Yeah, that that w- that would have been huge for your team. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, but Charlie he's he's here apparently. He's here for for longer in the playoffs scoring. I mean, like I mentioned on the last podcast, this is how I predicted he would score. His the team or how he would win the team he was playing would have to have an underperformance, um, and he would be scoring just around his usual 100 mark, like he does every week. Yep, and that's and, exactly uh, what happened. Yeah, he was the second lowest scoring team in the league, and he won. So, yeah, nice, nice, absolutely nice. Anyway, uh, let's talk about something a little more exciting, like your matchup with the Dante. Dante put up a pretty solid week, 124 points. He had some guys going off, but uh, your guys said, no, we're not having any of that. We're moving on. I mean, absolutely not. Derrick Henry, absolute monster. 
DeAndre Hopkins in a blowout loss still accumulates 24 fantasy points. And Joe Mixon, 146 yards on the ground, one touchdown, 40 yards receiving. Man, that was that was a really nice performance, John. Your team's looking nice heading into the, mm-hmm. the semifinals here. Yeah, teams teams really shaping up, and even even uh, scored one sixty on a week. DJ Moore had a little bit of an off week, yeah. um, and Dalvin Cook also sixteen is kind of an off week for Dalvin Cook. So uh, yeah, it's nice to see Joe Mixon coming out party here. That might be Joe Mixon's uh, best best effort of the playoffs here, as he has New England this week. Um, I'm not confident he can repeat something like that but then he's got Miami in the championship if I make it so that would be very nice it would be nice um yeah we had uh, our two bi-week teams do absolutely nothing so if either of them were playing they would have gone home early but thanks to uh Chris's three-point win over Alex I was playing and I went home early so that was yeah, sad. so small such a small margin yeah so anthony if you haven't been checking the bracket anthony scored 76 oof that's like one of the lowest scores i've seen next to anthony's name and then chris scored 87 and uh for chris that's a that's a trend as the past as of the past three weeks i don't think he's 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 scored pretty not too high recently <laughs> um so Maybe that continues uh, against Charlie this week. And Anthony's team is, it's not as scary as last year, clearly. So um, we'll see what, what happens. But I guess toilet bowl stuff, because that's the thing. That is the uh, thing. Uh, yeah. these, my God, all these teams popped up. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a great round of teams for the toilet bowl. Jeez, they're, apparently they should have been in the playoffs. Not, I mean... We Not all know me. Tom should have been in the playoffs. Yeah. Because Tom's team's actually very good. He scored 135 and beat Max 135 to 116. This was both of their quarterbacks did nothing, but the rest of their team uh, did a lot of things. Emmanuel Sanders went off for with 157 yards for Max. Uh, Aaron Jones had one of his great weeks, but it didn't matter because Tom's team's freaking insane, apparently. Um, Everyone's scoring touchdowns on his team. Everyone's going off. He's got Zeke, of course, now. So his team's good. Yeah, it seems very good. Even with Baker Mayfield playing, he still scored 135. It's pretty good. Yep. It's pretty good. Uh, and he had a Drew Locke 31-point performance on his bench, too. Yep. Could have, could have had and that Quinn. guy. Quinn came out with a nice win. Quinn's guys scored a lot of points for him. Patrick Laird. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. 12.1 points. That's pretty darn good. He's got to start Raheem Mostert, though. Raheem Mostert, uh, Cat Colonel Mustard, is uh, just good. a very good fantasy player this year. He's taking the lead role. So, Quinn, take down Tom in the championship with the toilet bowl. Go for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, both Tom and Quinn are battling this week, I guess, for the for the first pick in the punishment draft technically yep um so winner gets that first pick loser second pick not as not not bad either and then uh alex both alex and uh and alex made that one close zach Ertz had a really good performance and uh on uh monday night and carson wentz did too i thought he was gonna come back for a second oh wait he didn't even start Ertz. he would have won if he had Ertz in. yep uh <laughs> Ertz had 25 points. Yeah, he would have won. Um, 
So Alex versus versus Max for that for that uh, toilet bowl championship. Neither of these people have been in a toilet bowl before, even though you'd you'd expect Alex might have been in one. But he yeah. wasn't. He beat me last year. My team yeah. hates the playoffs. Yeah, I just hate it. So, yep, Alex is uh, going up against Max for last place. It's unfortunate for Max's team. You hate to see it. So, Max we'll almost see what made the playoffs. He almost did. I kind of wish that he did at this point because at least Charlie's pick would have been worse. Yeah. Anyway, or would have been better. Anyway. Um,. Yeah, let's uh, let's look ahead. The final four, we're going Huge. down to the wire, and uh, the game I really want to talk about is you versus Anthony. That is by far the most even matchup we I think we've ever had in terms of projections. One hundred twenty-seven point two nine to one hundred twenty-seven point two seven. Crazy. Literally two hundredths of a point away from each other in projections. This is an even fifty-fifty split. Wow. My God. This this matchup just hypes me up every time. Me and Anthony uh, going head-to-head. I, I want to beat him every time I play him. I, I finally beat him for the first time this year, as we know, when I dropped 200 points. I couldn't beat him last year. We This is a semifinals match, rematch from last year, and I did not beat him. Um. And then, of course, the infamous first matchup against us, too, mm-hmm. uh, where he, he beat me by two points, 179 to 177. Insane. So this insane. is just just a historied rivalry here. Um, yeah. And we'll Truly see who comes a historic out historic rivalry. Time. Yeah. Um, man, looking at these matchups, they're very even just across the board. Yeah, Derrick Henry with a nice matchup against Houston. Leonard Fournette with a nice matchup against Oakland. Um, DJ Moore's got a solid matchup. Seattle can't stop anybody. Uh, Dallas Goddard against Washington. That's pretty okay. Um, Yeah. Wow. These are just such even matchups. Alvin Kamara has been underperforming all year, but Indy just gave up a huge chunk of yards last week. I don't know which way I want to lean in this. Do you have a lean on your game? Uh, I don't. <laughs> um, it's God. It, it, if if we're going off of how Anthony's team's been performing lately, yeah, I think I should. If we're going off who's hot, um, yeah, it's me. But fantasy, oftentimes, not about that uh, because anyone's hot streak could end at any point. And maybe I'm due. Maybe I'm due. Maybe this is the week. Houston, Tennessee is like super low scoring for some reason. I have a lot of players in that game, so that would be unfortunate. Maybe something like that happens. Maybe Joe Mixon does succumb to the New England's defense that has been having some tough matchups. New England finally gets to face an easy team again, so they might just they might just go ham this week on on Cincinnati is what I'm trying to say. So there there's a lot of lot of things that could happen here. Allen Robinson's been hot. It feels like one of these games he's finally gonna fall flat maybe um i'm gonna lean the other direction i think that houston tennessee game is gonna be a shootout i think there's gonna be a lot of points a lot of yards the game that i don't think is gonna have that many points detroit and tampa bay i mean wow detroit doesn't have a quarterback and Jameis winston turns it over like he works in a donut shop like it's Absolutely horrific. Janus Winston is 
like more turnovers than I think like Wilson, Rogers, Brady, and like Breeze all combined. He's got an insane amount of turnovers. So I can't trust Kenny Galladay in this game without really a true quarterback. And I actually like Joe Mixon against New England. I don't okay. think New England's any good. Oh. I really don't. I don't think they're that good. So I Call like Joe Mixon out. in this game. Um, and I like DJ Moore against Seattle. Uh, the only woman I don't like is uh, Minnesota having to go to the Chargers. Uh, but that hurts both Stephon Diggs and Dalvin Cook. So, And Thielen's back this week, which hurts Stephon Diggs as well. True. Good point. Um I'm going to lean towards you, John. You've been hot. I can't. I mean, I've got a rule in sports betting, too. You don't get in front of the train. When the train's nice. coming at you, you don't get in front of the train. So I'm uh, I'm leaning towards you. I think you're going to pull this off and get to the finals. All right. I think I think that's a great new team name for me, the train, instead of dead team. I've been trying to replace it. But it feels like dead team gives me good luck, too. Because I'm, when I, I'm dead team now, though. I know we're both dead team, but when I changed my name from dead team to a live team, I lost. <laughs> so it feels like I need to keep it on dead team. I think you need to be the train. Yeah. The train is a good name. I kind of want to change to the train. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to lean a little bit my way too. I'm going to pull some of the confidence I had last week. I just, just, just after last week, I was like, there's no way I'm, there's no way. Not only am I, am I confident to, I'm going to win this game? I was like, I'm going to win this whole thing. My team is really good. My team is great. I'm, I'm happy. If anyone gets injured though, my bench has not been that great. So I'd well, be you still have sad. James White. James yeah, White could James be White's your same. saving grace. Yeah. Maybe a little Kendrick Bourne action. He's been, uh, he's been catching some touchdowns. I would not start Kendrick Bourne. <laughs> Terry McLaurin was back last week. That was good news. He he's, Lo- he's love scored Terry touchdown. McLaurin. Love he's Terry McLaurin. Um, yeah, if you want to trade him to me, I'd be pretty happy. I'm fine um, keeping him because my bench is pretty sad right now, I think. Okay, so. well, you let me know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, there's the other matchup, Chris. I mean, I don't, I don't even want to talk about this matchup. It just depresses me. So this is, I mean... It's not as storied, but there is a story behind it. Charlie wouldn't be here in the playoffs if he had not in week 12 beaten Chris 104 to 93, uh, which is a classic Charlie score. Um, yeah, back back in week 12, this was this was the upset that like started it all. That was like it just it just started the ball rolling here. And then the next week, Charlie, Charlie won 63 to 37 against Tom and uh, made it to the playoffs. <sighs> Uh, oh. Charlie needed that win against Chris, basically. And he's here now because of it. Uh, can he beat Chris a second time? Well, technically, he lo- he has played Chris two times this season. He lost the first time in week two. Uh, so this is the third matchup between these two. And it's going to be hard for Charlie to win if Drew Brees doesn't put up 50 again. Like, it sucks, but that is literally his stipulation at this point because the rest of his team... Can't do anything. Chris Godwin, even with Mike Evans out, Brashad Perriman took over for Mike Evans, apparently, and he he was the one getting all the traffic, not Chris Godwin. Um, yeah, uh, he's going to need, if Drew Brees doesn't pop, Charlie needs Chris Godwin to be Mike Evans or Saquon Barkley against Miami. That's Saquon's 
like juiciest matchup. Like this is the this is the time Saquon's gonna have to pop, even though he he never pops. So. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, agree with a lot of your points. I think you got a really tough matchup across the board for Chris, actually. Kyler Murray playing Cleveland, that's not ideal. That's always kind of a low-scoring, grinded-out kind of game. And Kyler Murray looked awful last week. I mean, just pitiful. Speaking of that, Devin Singletary is playing the team that made Kyler Murray so bad, Pittsburgh. And they don't give up much on the ground at all. So I don't trust Devin Singletary in that spot. Keenan Allen's playing Minnesota. Like I said, I think that's going to be a really tough, grinded-out, low-scoring game. Cooper Cup's playing Dallas. And on the other side, Amari Cooper's playing the Rams. Like, those are very good secondaries, and I think that game's going to be lower-scoring than people think. Um, Chris's saving grace is going to have to be Josh Jacobs here. He's coming back. He's playing Jacksonville. It's a really nice matchup. That's who you got to play. I mean, you got to rely on him. I don't understand why you don't put um, Odell in over Devin Singletary, though. That's my question. So I I personally don't get that. Uh, That's what I would do. But this is Chris's choice. So I I don't think he's going to have that much trouble either way. I think he'll blow this game open pretty quickly. When Charlie puts up 80, undoubtedly, he'll he'll win this game going away and make the finals with no... With no competition at all, which is sad. I got to give Charlie credit, though. He's had a heck of a run. It's been very impressive. I'm very upset about it. <laughs> yeah, the only I'll say it again. The only way Charlie's going to win this game is if his 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 opposing team in Brentopolis scores less than 100 points, because Charlie's height at this point is 100 points. Um, so if Charlie even scores his height, his 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 ceiling. Chris is going to have to have a weak game, which Chris has been having lately. So it could very well happen. Uh, but Chris has good players. Chris so. does have very good players. So I don't know. I don't love what I'm seeing out of Cooper Cup, though. Like he it's been the Robert Woods show lately. It's been yeah. all Robert Woods. So yep. uh, I don't know. We'll see how that turns out. But yeah, I'm going to go with Chris to win this game. Not too not too much of a challenge. Yeah. Um, Chris goes to his first finals ever as well. Uh, there's only been one finals, so sad. <laughs> Not too many. Oh. An- Anthony's the only one that can be in his second finals ever. Yeah, um, I don't care who it is, but whoever plays in the third place game, I just hope they can beat Charlie. If if Charlie doesn't win, then I just hope that someone can put Charlie at fourth, so at least my draft picks a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. dang! Imagine if Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Can you if Charlie beats Anthony <laughs> in like the third place game, and because you got to understand, I had an option between trading for Anthony's pick or Charlie's, and I was clearly like, I want Charlie's, so I gave up a lot more to get Charlie's. Dang! And now here, Charlie is in the final four. Dang! Ugh. I don't know if the, I don't know if the third place game earns you the draft pick or if it's still just playoff, just who uh, you beat based. I can't remember what I did last year. I'll check. Oh, I hope it's the third place game. Um, yeah, but third place game is pretty important because you win your money back. You win your $20 back. So imagine if Charlie won his $20 back. That'd be very yeah, nice. I wanted to be at least in that third place game. Yes. Um, I know as I know as the third placeman from last year, winning your money back, very fun. It's a good time. Um, anyway. 
I guess we have the toilet bowl final four-ish type thing, too. I mean, Tom and Quinn's game still matters because winner winner gets that first pick in the punishment draft. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be Tom. <laughs> Mark Ingram even popped off 24 yesterday. Robbie Anderson, a nice 10. Had a touchdown, yeah. And Tom didn't even uh, mean to have him in He in the chat. He was like, uh, he didn't realize he was playing, so... He was like, oh, that's good. Um, yeah, I think Tom's going to win this game pretty close. Quinn got a nice win to get to second place in that toilet bowl bracket, but I think Tom pulls it off. And I'm going to go with Max to beat Alex, and Alex gets last, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with Alex getting last. This uh, Last year he didn't he, he didn't get the last pick of the punishment, but he still, in my opinion, picked the worst punishment. Looks like he'll have the worst punishment again. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh so that'll be fun. Um, I can't wait to pick the punishments personally because I will be winning. Um, so they're, they're going to be some okay. good punishments. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Do we want to do to close out the segment that we did last year where we went over the, the fallen team's best moments of the year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, so that's you and Adante so far. Um, yeah, I think we can start out with Adante. All right. Uh, Adante, honestly, he just, <laughs> his, obviously we know his season started off very lucky. Um, the man was scoring very little amount of points, but had such a little amount of points against him. He was just, he was just winning in, in such close games. For example, week nine, he won 82.38 to 82.06 against Charlie um barn burner absolutely fantastic game that was that was a classic adante adante game game. classic adante charlie game and both i mean yeah both of them made it into the playoffs because of their their good luck sometimes but uh he upset chris in week eight 129 to 114 that was a big win for him and then, uh, yeah, obviously he's with Lamar Jackson and the rest of his team started performing well. His his team actually, um, I'd say I'd say the sad part, Adante hasn't been complaining, but if I were Adante, I'd be pretty upset about the last two weeks. He scored 132 and lost to me, and then he scored 124 and lost to me. Uh, he's, he's had two pretty good weeks, and he would have beaten a lot of other people in this league. He, I think third highest scoring in this last week and then week 13 he was second highest scorer so that's a rough two weeks it is a rough two weeks um yeah those are probably two of his highlights i have to point to week eight against chris though when he didn't even have um lamar jackson and he scored 129 to beat chris that's pretty impressive with the team that he's had he's he found a way to put up a lot of points at the end of the season with just how much lamar has been doing um you got to give him credit. He's done a very nice job with such a bad roster at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. He's really turned it around. He showed a little bit of effort and he uh, turned it into a very viable team. So pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And honestly, everyone should be thanking me for knocking Lamar out of the playoffs because in two of my other leagues, Lamar's still in the playoffs and it's just like, it feels like it's over. <laughs> like it feels like it. Like Anthony has it in our fa- has them in our family league, and he like he already won his semifinal matchup. Basically, 
Like, yeah, it's so. And then I'm facing him in in the other league, random league I'm in, and that game is over too. Like, it's just, man, Lamar's Lamar's gonna carry some people to some championships this year. And if Adante were facing anyone else besides me in the playoffs, he would be moving on to the next round and already would have. Uh, how many points does he have right now? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Yeah. So that's. Adante, if he were still in the playoffs, he would actually be a threat to win this thing. So, there are not many uh, leagues that I know of where Lamar Jackson is uh, not in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So like, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it's going to be. <laughs> I mean, clearly against the Jets, then he faces Cleveland, which is tougher than the Jets, but still, still a nice matchup there. Um, Lamar Jackson doesn't have a bad matchup. Straight up. Um, I got very lucky that these past two weeks he scored under 30 uh, because because yeah. those were his two harder matchups uh, alongside Pittsburgh, basically. Uh, Buffalo and San Francisco, good defenses. So he still scored almost 30, though. Very true. Uh, and then you, um, Michael, you. Yeah. I mean, you you work, you put the you put so much work in this year to make this team actually a lot better than your team last year um and you just unfortunately fell short here in the end which is sad um yeah you had some good moments your week nine win against me was a really good moment for you scored 141 against against my team that didn't too didn't do too bad you beat anthony the week before too you had a nice little stretch there in week eight week nine beating both me and anthony good teams where where i was like oh michael's a a real threat to win this entire thing um but unfortunately an unfortunate loss yeah in both of those weeks i had mike evans going for 30 plus points and uh at that point i really thought my chances of winning the league were pretty high at one point i ripped off what five four in a row so that was a really nice stretch for me week eight through 11 um yeah really nice stretch thought mike evans was going to carry me but unfortunately he went down in the playoffs in one of those games where it looked like he was going to go off i mean he went for 14 in the very first quarter and it looked like that was going to be a classic mike evans 30 point game that would have carried me but he went down Um, but yeah i think the week eight nine beating you and anthony back-to-back weeks that's about as good as it comes. Did not beat Chris this year, though, which uh, yeah, got stopped by Chris. I'm really sad. <laughs> My God. Yeah, got destroyed by Chris, and I don't even have the opportunity to go for him again, which <laughs> just stinks. Yeah. It just, it just really stinks. Uh, it's depressed man does podcast. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, they maybe next year the schedule will work on your favor. You'll face Chris twice. You'll beat him twice. I'd love to see that. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, We'll see. We will see. Oh. Well. Another good year, though. It was a good year. Yeah. We're all very happy with how my team performed. Going from, you know, what, five and eight to nine and four. Not bad. Five and eight. Not bad. Toilet Bowl, toilet bowl championship game last year. Um, yeah. To to a, a pretty pretty good roster, nine and four, I'd say, and I'd, I'd say the future's looking up for you, Michael. If Le'Veon Bell possibly he's getting traded, apparently, if he's on a different team besides the Jets, uh, I think he's gonna have a much better year than he's having this year, and he's not having that bad of a year. 
he's he's still like almost top 10 running back wise so um well yardage wise he's one of the best in the league yeah it's just he can't score he never ever gets to the end zone he doesn't even know where it's at yeah they haven't shown him that yet he's like what's an end zone i haven't heard of that um but you got you got david montgomery features bright for that kid um i'm still worried about miles sanders in philadelphia but he's still so talented so you, you've got yeah, see I, i'm on i'm honestly higher on sanders than i am on montgomery right now and that makes sense uh matt nagy's not a fun coach to have or fun coordinator to have when you have a yeah. running back um sanders finished as the number 19 running back and montgomery was the number 20 running back so they're right not bad right right we're next to get each better other. we're gonna get better this boston scott guy though He's good. I, I, I'm not too worried about Boston Scott. I think I drafted Boston Scott last year. I'm upset. I'm upset that I didn't keep him. Nice. I would be sad, too. <laughs> oh. I'm excited, though. We'll, we'll get a full-length podcast for the championship next week. Mm-hmm. It will, uh, we'll go a little more in-depth. We'll talk about the best moments of uh, all the teams. Yeah. Every single team in the league. Yeah. Um, but, uh, hopefully, I'll be in that ship, but just, we'll see. I would love to see you in that ship, honestly. I, I would. You deserve it. You've been the top scoring team, barely snuck into the playoffs. It's pretty funny. But Let's yeah, you it. deserve a spot. Anthony, it's you going down. A spot in this title game. It's going down this yeah, weekend. I mean, whoever wins, you and Anthony, those are two great teams. Like two of you deserve to be where you are. Chris deserves to be where he is. Charlie's there. <laughs> Uh, and I think that's a good note to end the podcast off on. Um, thank you guys for listening. It's a short one, but not not too much to talk about. And Michael's depressed, so we must put him out of his misery. Thank you for making this short, Audrey. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right. See you next week.